So the second summit between Kim Jong-un and Donald Trump has ended before dessert uh, with both parties storming out, one storming out of Hanoi and heading to Alaska. I'd love to say I told you so, except I never quite got round to telling you so in the first place. <laughs> Not this time. That's because after my cynicism regarding the first summit, I got attacked by a lot of you as a warmongering Trump hater who couldn't bring himself to praise the greatest peacemaker of our time, and I was the one who wanted nuclear war. And so I thought, well, it's not worth going down that road again this time. But the failure of the second summit is proof uh, to me once again that the first summit was also a bit of a mistake and achieved very little. So Kim came to Hanoi and demanded that the sanctions against North Korea were lifted. Right off the bat, Trump said no, they all went home. Trump's getting some praise from uh, people at home, the lawmakers at home, for walking out. And so he should. I mean, Kim says, lift the sanctions. Trump's saying, no. All right, let's go home. Let's think about this again. Now, the problem I have with all of this is that Kim is framing everything and Kim is leading everything. And twice in nine months, he has now roused the mighty president of the United States out of the White House and into a plane for a very long journey to make a sojourn to Asia to nearly Kim's front door to talk. Twice Kim has been pictured shaking Trump's hand and being treated as an equal rather than the outlier despot he really is and his dad was and his dad before him. Kim will never say a bad thing about Trump, by the way, you'll notice, but the real reflection of his attitude to the states is heard as he and his diplomats roundly slag off the lower-level U.S. representatives like Pompeo and Bolton. They're not scared. Meanwhile, Mr. Trump kowtows, calling Kim an impressive young man and ruminating about pausing military exercises in the area, which gives everybody a bit of the heebie-jeebies because you've got Chinese aspirations rising in the South China Seas, and I wouldn't be pulling the fleet back anytime soon. The timing of this summit was also terrible for the president uh, as a propaganda event, which is what he wants it to be, the great peacemaker striding the world, instead of being seen as that world leader, uh, he actually attended an abortive summit while world headlines actually concentrated on his former scumball lawyer calling him names like racist and con man and reaffirming the idea that the president likes the company of porn stars. He's a colossus this week, isn't he? And all along, Kim's nukes sit waiting in a mountain somewhere. And while everything is on pause, North Korea can potentially carry out further work on its nuclear and conventional weapons program, which will up the stakes in future talks. I've never thought that Kim has actually given away anything so far. He has disestablished a launch facility that was broken and was going to be abandoned anyway. Uh, all the tests he did before he paused the testing had achieved what they needed to do, and I believe that North Korea was going to pause its program anyway. Over the last 20 years, they've had about five different pauses. And while Trump scurries home via Alaska, Kim is still in Hanoi. He's hanging out there, sightseeing, enjoying diplomatic relations, all the sorts of things that the Koreans have not done for decades. Much is made at home of Trump's success in getting Kim to the table. Well, yeah, but that's because the US policy was maximum pressure 
and that has existed since the 50s. And the Koreans, for you know half a century, have been begging for respect and begging for a summit. They do it every year for 50 years, but Mr. Trump was the first of nine presidents to grant that to him, completely against what his foreign affairs people wanted. And in doing so, North Korea is enjoying better times but there's no relief for their own oppressed and starved people and no relinquishing of the nuclear arsenal. I just think, and I've always thought, there was a better way of handling all of this rather than Trump's grandstanding for some headlines, for some clicks, for some grandiose tweets.